whatever really happened to dudes calling each other best friends? Dave and John grew up in the 80s in New Jersey, and they did everything together. They were the quintessential best friends until they became teenagers and Dave moved away. Fast forward to today, and these two 40-somethings reconnected and decided to not only be besties again, but to put on a podcast and share their reunion with anyone who will listen. Welcome to Fat, Dumb, and Happy. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Great to have everybody here. We want to welcome you all to the first episode of Fat, Dumb, and Happy, one of what we hope is many podcasts that we are able to get through, assuming I can get through this one. Um, (laughs) Because today... Oh my gosh, I'm already like, guys, this is going to be great. Uh, I am a little bit excited, but a little bit nervous at the same time for today's topic, because today we are talking about fears and phobias. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so like Dave brought me this idea to do a podcast, you know, about a month or so ago, maybe two months ago. Awesome list of things that we could talk about. Uh, You know, he sent it to me and then two seconds later, he's like, yo, did you read it yet? I'm like, no, not yet. (laughs) <laughs> and so I finally read it and I went over the whole thing and, you know, he's got a lot of great topics there and we're going to bring it back to our childhood, you know, when we were growing up together and yep. kind of where we are now with everything and all these different topics. So that's kind of what you have to look forward to on Bad, Dumb and Happy. Yes. Awesome. So like John said today, we're talking about fears and phobias and, you know, I'm just going to say right off the bat, we understand that some people have legitimate fears and phobias that like affect their daily life. And I just want to remind everybody, the name of this show is Fat, Dumb, and Happy. So just remember that we're dumb. We're going to be laughing. We're going to be cracking jokes and stuff. But we know that there's some legitimate things. So please just be patient with us and try not to take it too seriously. Hopefully you'll laugh when you hear some of our unique fears and phobias. Another part of the show that we plan on doing is having a guest expert on the show. But today we have my bro, my bro from the same mo. Benjamin, the Mander. Ben, to Mander. How are you doing tonight? Hey, Dave. Hey, John. I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be fun. Just so you guys know, I have a little bit of background about me. I'm a, my background is in marriage and family therapy. But really, I think the real reason Dave wanted me on is because I'm his uh, fatter, dumber, and happier brother. So <laughs> just fits right in, and we'll, just, we'll get along great. And again, like Dave said, don't take me too seriously. I just... I'm not the expert. I'm not your therapist. So please, if you have any of these kind of issues, see your own <laughs> therapist. Don't listen to anything I say. But uh, maybe I can give a little context or just some background of my own experiences and stuff. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. Dave and John are a blast. They're so fun and hoping to have fun with you guys. Awesome. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, this is super cool to have, you know, my best friend as a kid and my bro. It's pretty uncommon to have grown adult men with like best friends and a best bro. Um, So it's really cool to be together. We're going to laugh. We're going to have a good time. Um, So the fat part of fat, dumb and happy every episode, we're going to, we're going to eat something and kind of talk about it that goes along with the theme. And unfortunately, like John said, today's fears and phobias. And so we're going to normally, I think this would be like my favorite part of the show because I'm fat and I like to eat, but uh, this time we're going to eat something that kind of uh, scares us, which, um, you know, I, I thought I was nervous about doing the show just like a little bit, but really I think I'm just nervous about what I'm going to have to do here in just a few minutes. So, John, you can go ahead and tell them if you want uh, what I got here. Just tell them, tell them what's up with me. 
Oh, I, I'm already dreading this for you, to be honest. But and, and, and this is weird to have as a phobia to me because you know it's something that we eat every single you know Taco Tuesday or you know um, you know whenever we go get some Tex-Mex or whatever. But uh, it's just some sour cream, man. What's the deal? Yeah. So I love sour cream in things. I can put it on tacos, like you said, nachos. I love it as an ingredient, and you know whatever whatever kind of thing. And here's the deal. I cannot lick the spoon clean. Like that is something that I just cannot do. And I'm not like afraid of licking spoons. I'm a excellent spoon licker. Like if we're doing, you know, cake batter or cookie dough or any kind of spoonable thing, I will lick the clean. I will help that dishwasher out and I will lick it clean. But when it comes to sour cream, I'm dumping it straight in the sink. I don't even want to touch it because (laughs) straight sour cream just sounds disgusting. I'm with you So. I, I, yeah, I'm feeling like sympathy pains just watching you here. Yeah, I don't envy yeah. you at all for this, Dave. Make sure that you get it really whipped up there because you don't want to get like the the milky part. Dude, you had to say that. No, yeah, I'm definitely whipping it up. Um, I'm also definitely gonna do the standard like spooning thing where you you know you tap it off as much as you can. I'm not getting like a huge spoonful. I want to tell you that I have some significant sensations throughout my body of fear, trembling. Uh, I can smell it, and I know this is going to be terrible. Don't they say yeah, that I got... your palate changes every, like, seven years or something like that? Like, maybe, your taste buds yeah. change every seven years, so maybe now you'll like it. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. If yeah, I think today was the seventh anniversary, then maybe, because yesterday I would not have wanted to do this. So maybe today it's going to change, but I don't think so. Oh, okay. Ready. I got my Baja Blast to help wash it down. Let, so let me see the spoonful first. Let me see it. All right. It's there. It's that's both sides. It's coated. coated dude. dude, it's enough. Stop, John. It's enough. <laughs> All right. You wow. got this, man. Three, oh, your face. <laughs> two, one. Oh, oh, he did it. No. Oh, oh it's cold. It's sour. Oh. Oh. That was awesome, dude. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. All right. All right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. Tell me, Dave. Right. After so, the fact, how was it? Yeah. Oh, it's still there. There's still. I need like still. a piece of gum or something. That's still around in my mouth. It was sour. The drink just kind of like yeah. It's sour and creamy. Absolutely. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's fresh, so that's a good thing. I didn't have to pull out, you know, one like mom and dad's fridge. You know how those end up. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully, this is like I just opened it, so we're okay that way. I've been sitting in the back of the fridge for you know, right. however many months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Forgot you had it there. All right. Now, um, so we're going to go over to John. Ben can attest to this. You know, growing up, we uh, <laughs> just about every Sunday, we were pretty blessed. We would have um, oftentimes, oftentimes, a roast beef uh, dinner with some mashed potatoes after church and, uh, you know, assorted vegetables of different kinds. Um, and John, like we said, we're, we're fat. He, he would come over and eat dinner with us after church. And, and then go uh, home any, and eat dinner. Yeah, and then go home and have second dinner, yep. <laughs> and then we had – so any any friend any friend that came over to the Tamander household was basically another child of my mom's. And so he had to abide by the rules. There was – the expectations were there. The one thing that we had often that was the worst is peace. Mm. And John, to this day, how do you feel about peas? Are they have they Not gotten a better? Not a fan. Not a fan. Like for real? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I think you're my, look, Mama T, you're the best. 
I love you. You probably are like 90% of my Facebook material. <laughs> but like growing up on peas, just like it traumatized me, man. Like for real. So yeah. <clears throat> just a quick background for, you know, anybody that I know that listens, you know, we grew up. It was either your choice of corn and <laughs> uh, spinach or broccoli with Velveeta. And then, yeah. or it was a salad night, one of the two. And so I always had corn as an option, always, or a salad. So <laughs> peas were never, ever in my thought process that I would, you know, something that I would normally, hey, can we have peas with dinner? Never, ever, ever, ever. And then if I knew, you know, I was hopping on that, in that van, back to the Tamanders, Sunday, I'll come to get lunch. Um, <clears throat> Sunday lunch, Sunday dinner. I remember, I can still taste the pot roast. I swear I can. Um, <laughs> That's so good. But man, those peas, no, no good. No bueno. Do you remember, John, there was like uh, oftentimes a certain number that you had, a minimum number that you had to have on your plate. Was that ever like consistent or was it just whatever my mom would say? I feel like I feel like you're right, man. I had forgotten about that. I think there was a number, but it was either a number or like it had to be at least one full spoonful. I can't yeah, remember that what, sounds but, right. Something like that. If it was a number, it was definitely the, the minimum that would like, you know, you would count them out carefully. Like you would, would not do one yes. more by any by any means. Yep. And, and then uh, how would you eat them? All right. So look, man, the same way I do pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot eat peas without milk. I could probably do it with water, be a little bit grosser, but I would literally have to take a sip of milk, then put the peas on my mouth and then swallow that's the only way I could do it back in the day. Now, I just want to throw a little disclaimer out there is that back in, geez, 2000-something, five-ish, six-ish, somewhere in there, you know, I came up and visited y'all up in Logan, and your mom made the most bomb split pea soup or something like that. That was awesome. Not going to lie. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Maybe it's just because it was so cold outside, but just these stupid little peas I'm staring at over here, man. You're gonna be okay, man. Just hang in there. You're almost there. You got this, John. Only one. We won't make you eat more than that. But you gotta eat one. It's face your fears. That's what this is about. One well, one won't do that. All right. In my family we have like one bite per year age. (laughs) Yeah. Forty two bites, bud. You got this. I will count out 43 peas if that was your mom making me do it. Not gonna yeah, exactly. No way these are nutritious for you at all. Yeah, get your milk ready. Make this happen. I should eat this like cereal. He keeps getting close. He keeps smelling. He's got the milk. He's getting, he's getting his purple. He can't do it. He oh, it's close. All right. Come all on, right. man. You can do it. Next one. You got this. I'm not going to lie. I used to crack up trying to have to do this at your house, too. So, Yep. The milk. He's got the spoon. Oh, he did it. Oh, he's shaking yeah, his head. Oh, he's struggling. Okay, oh, go shit. leave the room for a second. Woo, <laughs> he got it. I spilled milk all over my shirt. But... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, it was worth it. He's on the floor again, but you know. I'm still tasting the sour cream, honestly, a little bit, which is really obnoxious. Wow. Um, John, we just witnessed him gag down a spoonful of peas and milk. Well, you know what? I saw a lot go on the shirt. I hope you didn't fake it, but I think he ate it. I think that was for real. A couple of peas did roll down the front of my shirt because of the milk sitting in my mouth, but I def- definitely got some. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh, good times. All right, uh, Ben, we uh, we just showed our our manliness and and facing our fears and eating our nasty food. Um, I described for John what he what he ate, and he described for me what I was going to eat. But we didn't know exactly what you what you were bringing with us. So you tell us what you got. So when when I was a scout, we had uh, I don't know, we went on a canoe trip, and there was tuna fish that I don't know got set out in the sun too long or something. But we had tuna oh, fish man. sandwich, and it it literally made me throw up. And ever since oh, then, I mean, I never man. really liked tuna fish, but after that, I really didn't like it. Like there's it was hard, you know, it had to be masked by a lot of other flavors or something yeah. because there's no way I could get it down, you know. Right, right. And so that was Dude. that was really, really tough for me. So, Dang, uh, this is an episode to remember, you guys. We're all, like, manning up, know. facing our fears. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this. You're just but, doing uh, a bowl full of tuna fish? Yeah. Wait. I'm going to have a lot today because I'm just going to be real brave. But, wait, wait a second. Wait a second! Oh, oh man! <laughs> Wait a second! That was good. Tuna fish doesn't drip like that. What is going on, dude? I actually have what? ice cream here because I couldn't. What? what? Wait, what? What? <laughs> Bro, man. Dude, I just got you know, big brother. I'm older brother. You can't make me do stuff. <laughs> it goes the other way around. <laughs> Why didn't we make him go first? So anyway, yeah. like the thing is, I don't, you know. It's not as good as it sounds. It's actually kind of cold, and you know, it was raining today, so it's still it's still a sacrifice a little bit. Oh, you're the worst. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a stretch. <laughs> you are the worst, Ben. Oh, good. I mean, sucker. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I can handle it. I would probably have to have a barf bag near me because I would be like John, like times <laughs> ten, you know, because <laughs> it was it was rough. Oh, that's oh, I can't believe you just big brothered me in the face like that. I roll podcast, no list. Yeah, I'm just glad I have my own Nintendo now. I can play whenever I want. You don't get to hog that anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know I love you. Yeah. Hopefully, there's nobody listening that that can't handle all the the slurping and the, and the smacking and the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> misophonia is uh, for people who are triggered by oral sounds when people eat, breathe, or even chew. And I mean, the thing is, you got to keep in mind when they talk about phobias, what we really mean is like people that, where it impacts their life, you know, where they yeah. can't handle it. I mean, like all of us have fears uh, to reach the level of a phobia would be like where you can't function. Yeah. And it's sad when people actually get to that level. But I think at least for me, that's one I have not a phobia, but a fear. I have a fear you know, or just I don't know, I guess triggered, you know, just I don't like having somebody like eating right next to me yeah my, my wife is even worse that way she it, you know like if i'm eating a bag of chips and she's not not then just, just get away from me <laughs> yeah yeah i think at uh like at some point like for me and for all y'all that had to hear me do that i apologize but like <laughs> ugh, gross we might but, uh, we might kind of edit that up a little bit we'll see <laughs> but for me like you know ben you're talking about how you know a pure phobia just takes over your life yeah kind of what you were saying and for me a lot of these just turn into like pet peeves they just like i, I think i go up to the level of it's a massive pet peeve for me to yeah. hear somebody doing loud or something like that so i don't know that you know maybe some of these are fully phobic but like i will tell you like people throwing up or dry heaving 
can get me to dry heave. Yeah, like totally. mentally, it can take me to that point for some reason. Oh, and no, like, totally. I can. I just, oh. as a man. kid, Dave. Whenever Dave got sick and threw up, like it made me want to throw up, but I couldn't actually like, <laughs> get it. You know that, it that there, horrible yeah. feeling when it's like almost there, but it's not coming. Oh, right. Oh, I hated that feeling, man. And and so like they would stay home, sick, you know, and and I would feel horrible, but it wasn't coming. It just wasn't going to come. And I just it would like probably last longer than a day. We you get over it like after a day or something, but for me it'd be have like three days of just almost, oh. but not quite. <laughs> that is the worst. But those things, like you know, we just did all those food fears, but that leads into the other fear, the sebophobia, right? Yes. Which is just common food phobias, um, you know, perishable foods, undercooked foods, uh, things that you know maybe you shouldn't have pulled out for leftovers that night. Um, you know, that kind of stuff, man. That's so yeah. crazy too, though. Like I I eat my steaks medium rare. And sometimes even I feel like I undercook them a little bit, even though they're medium, medium rare. And that yeah. worries me a little bit, not to the point where I like do anything about it, but like, you know, things like that, you know, that can really that really messes with people sometimes. That's why I know people that won't do leftovers at all. Ever. Yeah. Like they just toss it. <laughs> When you guys were little, did you eat the gum that was like stuck under the chair or stuff? I saw people do that and that would creep me out, but I never did oh, that. Oh man. I think I tried it once. Yeah. As like a little kid. Yeah. I'm, not, I, I'm terrible. Terrible. I mean, it yeah. depends on the age, right? You know, I mean, probably at a certain age, people would put anything in their mouth, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yep. like, uh, yep. I'm like Will Ferrell and Elf when he's going around New York City. <laughs> yeah. I'm off of the under railings and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, when I I got to travel to Japan for like a work trip, and um, they had in their mall they did this like rice with like strips of beef on top, and they, like it was it barely touched the stove or whatever. They like they cooked it for like a second, and I was pretty uh, pretty worried about it. But that was like how the picture looked. That's what everyone was eating. I was like, all right, let's do this thing. But it was it was rare, rare. I'm like, right. Oh, so we go. yeah, on that same note, we had my buddy and I. We were being recruited to go sell alarms or whatever by this company. Mm -hmm. And they wanted us to go out there and be managers. And they took us out to dinner here in Houston. And I looked at the menu and I was like, all right, well, let me try this. Cause it was steak, but it was actually steak tartare. And I didn't know what that was. Mm. And it's literally raw steak. Yeah. And I almost threw up right there in front of them after I tried <laughs> it. Yeah. The funny thing is the guy that was with me, he was a chef. He's like, dude, you're not going to like that. I'm like, dude, it's steak. I love steak. No, it has the word steak in there. <laughs> it was a mistake is what it was. It was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, dude. See, that's the thing. Like I mentioned earlier, I have no problems with uh, cake batter, cookie dough, like those undercooked uh, things. I know there's, you know, the worry about uh, what is Salmonella. It? Salmonella. But I like I'm fearless when it comes to that. Cause is that even a thing anymore? Is that really still a thing? Yeah, probably, right? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> like, I know it's a little bit different, but Ben got me thinking about ice cream now. So, um, you know, like Cold Stone, they have cake batter. They've got cake batter flavor, but they they had to take it away for a minute because of that. But now it's back, so I'm guessing they're Oh, okay. for real? They took it away? Yeah. Huh. I always would have guessed it was like just they made it taste like it, like a flavor, but... <clears throat> oh, it tastes exactly they like took a cake. salmonella flavor out of it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was salmonella extract. 
So people do have those kinds of fears too, but there's a bunch of like common fears that everybody knows about already. You got your social phobias, you got your agoraphobia. That's a very common one. We know that as, you know, fear of open spaces. Um, but the acrophobia, fear of heights. Dave, am I good with heights? Yeah, no. No. But no, no. if you remember, dude, I'm like the opposite, man. I was yes. the daredevil climbing yes. trees. I remember hanging by one hand from your tree in your backyard, like on purpose to scare your mom. And I was like, oh, and she like was freaking out. And then I was just laughing. And I know karma got me back somehow. I don't know how, but I, I love heights. So I'm weird it, that way. It took her hair. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of more of a time at your house with heights at in your backyard up on a roof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you had those three roofs that were like right next to each other. You could literally jump from one to the other and i'm sitting there watching dave do this like he'll watch he'll jump from one roof to the other back and i like barely want to jump down into the leaf pile off of the roof <laughs> yeah i don't know why it freaked me out but like today like nowadays so i'll be on facebook and i'll be watching you know the, the, i'll get into the video loop and i'll get caught in there for a minute and there will be those people they drive me nuts they drive me insane guys that that do like yeah. the, all the parkour stuff but like sky high Oh, and yeah. like they just barely miss or barely make it. Like I don't really get anxiety about much things in my life, but watching people do that kind of stuff where they could kill themselves just doing something like that, trying to yolo their lives away. Yeah, exactly. so even watching others do it, huh? <laughs> yeah, like if I see that video, as soon as it happens, I can start feeling myself breathing heavier. Yeah, <clears throat> like you know, I feel like, man, what are they doing? Why are they doing this? They're not being paid to do this. They're doing this for fun. Like. Yeah. Just, I start getting super anxious that they're going to miss. And it's crazy. Yeah. They're sitting up there trying to do like backflips on like thousand foot skyscrapers and whatnot. And you're just like, what are you doing? Where do you feel it, John? Where do you feel it when you like are watching that? Like, where does it freak you out? It made it right, right here in my upper chest. How did you guys get along? Dave was always climbing up door frames and stuff. Like, that was like, my favorite thing. Dave. Hanging upside down from the door frame and stuff. Yeah, he was a Spider Man. <laughs> he was. He was. He was a little monkey. Yeah, I was going to say, that jumping from the roof to roof, that was, it was a club initiation thing. I don't know if you remember that. I was like, if you want to be in this club, you got to be <laughs> able to jump from roof to roof. And it did it to you, and I did it to a couple other friends. And so it was a, it was a one-person club that only I belonged to. It yeah. was the dumbest thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I could do it. Yeah, I jumped. You sure did. Enjoy your club there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, so that, that just, like, instantly pumps my heart man like my chest just gets going um a couple others there's pterophobia, which is a fear of flying which look you guys know you know i've flown yeah. i've flown my entire life and because of my dad working for continental and frontier and you know now he's retired from both and so i've been flying since i was a little kid but it still freaks me out sometimes because I'll start to be thinking about like, like I know, yes, there's these massive jet engines in there and whatnot, but this thing weighs like tons and it's up in the air, yeah. metal in the sky flying. This shouldn't be happening. And like, yeah. and sometimes, and look, I even worked for an airline. I worked for us airways when I lived in Las Vegas, you know, so I've flown a lot. I've flown a ton of flights and just like, even at the littlest turbulence, I'll white knuckle that thing, man. I'll, I'll kick somebody else's arm off the armrest and I'll grab that thing and I'll just freak <laughs> out, dude. Not like freak yeah, out publicly, but like, I'll keep it quiet, but man, I tense up like tremendously. It's crazy. And do you struggle with that at all? 
line? No, I'm kind of weird that way. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm i not afraid of heights or flying and stuff. Well, I guess I am yeah. kind of afraid of heights, but it's more like I'm afraid I'm going to jump. Oh, I'm really? like afraid I'm going to, my legs start twitching and I'm like, what if I jumped? What would happen, you know? Oh, man. Running through the crazy. scenario? Yeah. So I'm more I, claustrophobic. And instead of the uh, the open spaces, I got the claustrophobia where the enclosed spaces, like, you know, Dave's my younger brother, but I also have five other older siblings, and they would hold me down to tickle me. <laughs> and just feeling that, like, out of control, like, closed off and not being able to get out, that would freak me out. And I quickly learned to spit and lick because <laughs> I found they had <laughs> other fears. Yeah, do what you got to do. My older brothers tried to pin David once, and that just didn't work. So, <clears throat> so wiry and squirmy. Yep. So sure. I remember we did uh, we did EFY, especially for youth, John and I, um, back in the day. And we that first year that we went, I flew out. We flew out to BYU, and uh-huh. um, and we stayed up every night talking and partying or whatever. You know, it was we didn't get a lot <laughs> of sleep. We had a lot of fun. Anyways, that flight back by myself, I was like thirteen, I think, or fourteen. Um, I was out, dude. I was so tired, totally asleep. We land and the lady next to me goes, how in the world did you do that? That was the worst turbulence I've ever been in, in my entire life. And I was out the entire time just sleeping. I remember when you were a kid and maybe you're still this way. I don't know. But when you were a kid, when you slept, you moved around all the time anyway. Like it was turbulence on your bunk bed because (laughs) (laughs) you did not stay still when you were sleeping, man. Yeah. You know, fear of awesome. enclosed spaces and things like that, man, it can get to you. It can get to you. Like, just quickly for me, uh, I remember the wilderness survival badge in the Boy Scouts. Oh, yeah. And you had to go out and you had to build a, build a lean-to and sleep overnight and everything. Well, yeah. I was in the middle of the lean-to, and I remember in the middle of the night, I kicked everybody out because I had to be on the end. Uh, like, I felt so enclosed. Can be in the middle, yeah. Terrible feeling. It really is, man. Oh, that that's one that I think if I had if I truly had that as a fear, man, I think that thing would cripple me. I really do. I think that's probably one of the worst that you could have. If I'm under a blanket for a certain amount of time and it just starts getting hot, my brain starts thinking like I'm just breathing carbon dioxide. I'm gonna <laughs> you know, and yeah. I just don't feel comfortable. I feel like I have to take deeper breaths and everything and uh, that's that's part of what freaks me out, I think, sometimes. Yeah, it's like that Far Side cartoon where he's under the blanket with the monster by him, and he's got like a snorkel tube to breathe, yeah. so he can still be yeah. under the blanket. So I, I get the- claustrophobic when I try to put on my like shirts from not too long ago that I've fattened out of, you know, that I'm too fat <laughs> for now. I'm like, I can't breathe; it's too tight. Yeah, <laughs> that's I just my don't claustrophobia. Need- that's how I find my claustrophobia. I just donated all those, so I don't have to do that ever again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love me some Gary Larson, though, man. Not gonna lie, love me some Far Side. Oh, he's great. What I don't like are insects. And what is that? Do anybody know what that is? What kind of fear that is? Entomophobia. Entomophobia. Fear of insects, man. It's not that I fear them. I just find them absolutely disgustingly gross. Yeah, I I remember living in El Salvador, man. We're in this one area. And um, this cockroach, man, this thing was so freaking huge. Like, and it was dead, but it was upside down and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had one in my shoe in Peru. I like put my shoes on. Didn't see it at all. And I stood up and took a couple steps and felt the wiggle under my foot. Like, I was like, what is going on in my shoe? And I kicked my shoe off. And this thing, like two and a half inches long or whatever, three inches was like scurried off. I didn't even oh, squish no, it. I just, yeah, it was nasty. 
For me, so, like, I'm not, I'm not afraid of like of, of any bugs really. Usually, except if me it takes either. me by surprise. So, like, yeah. if I'm not expecting it, and all of a sudden it's like down my back or something, then I freak out. You know? Yeah. No, that's um, that's very. But if if I see it and I have to approach it and like take it out of the house or something, I'm not, I not, I don't stress about it. But if it suddenly jumps on me or something like that, then I, yeah. that's when I start to lose it a little bit. You know? So yeah. there was uh, there was one area I lived in down there in El Salvador that I woke up and I went to grab my towel and right underneath my towel was a scorpion mm. and it was like sitting it was sitting on my uh, laundry basket like and that thing freaked me out not so much disgusting wise but just that there was a scorpion right next to my head while I was sleeping was totally. uh, definitely oh, yeah. something I was not prepared for. Yeah. But yeah, Ben, you're right, man. Like, I think it's not so much like if you see it from a distance, yeah, no big deal. You know, it's whatever. But like, by surprise or yeah, I was, I was sleeping over at my uh, uncle's house one time, and there was a black widow spider on the on our bed. Whoa! And my bed, and and I got rid of it, and I wasn't like that scared. But like, the rest of the night, I kept feeling like <laughs> like something on my leg, like my. Hairs oh, yeah. would stand on its end, and I would think it was something, and I'd have to like mm-hmm. jump out of bed and throw it off and look, double check, and make sure there's no other spiders there. <laughs> just, yeah, just uh, that rest yeah. that night, just that any kind of like itch or something just set me yeah. off. No, yep. that, I get the it, phantom bug feelings all the time, yeah. and if I see him or whatever, I just itch forever. <laughs> yep, it's the worst. I think this one's kind of cool. I, I don't see where the fear comes in, so maybe Ben can touch on this a little bit, but the uh, astrophobias fear uh, the fear of storms like for me i love when it's out there pouring and thundering and lightning i love it i absolutely just i find peace in it and you know a lot of people do that so they usually like sleep machines and stuff like that but like what is it what is it that makes people fear from them what do you think you know the thing is a lot of times phobias don't really have like it's hard to even pinpoint a logical reason behind it I mean, there may be something, it may be different for every single person, but, you know, loud sounds from thunder, um, you know, seeing a movie about a tornado or something can kind of get people thinking that this storm is going to get bigger, this storm, I'm going to get trapped in it, you know, there's going to get struck by lightning. I mean, there's all kinds of, there are, there are legitimate dangers from a storm, you know, Um, just expanded in their mind for some reason, right? Like watching Twister. Yeah, yeah. After watching Cujo, I think one time I was I don't know why I don't know how I got to watch it as a kid. Someone was watching it, I saw it, or at least part of it, and I got a little bit of a spear of a dog for a few days after that. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet. So we got what's the uh, tripping a phobia, fear of needles. You guys have that at all? Ooh, you tripping? You tripping a phobia? You tripping fool? Um, it makes me think it, of my son. Actually, he 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 had a surgery when he was very little, and it was just so sad. You know, just he he really gets. He's had had to have needles a few times, you know, and so that first time yeah. scared him off for the rest of the times. He would just had wow. to be held tight, and and you could just see him get worked up really high up. You know, more than just. I mean, every kid does. No kid likes a needle, right? Right. But because he had it at such a young age, um, uh, it was it was really traumatic for him. Like I got vaccinated or whatever, and I still tense up, and they're like, "Stop tensing your arm," and I still tense up, like all three You're times. Just trying I to did flex. Or yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to show her my muscles, and I'm like, "Lady, come on, man, I'm just trying to do my thing." <laughs> they're showing the guns. 
it's like she's like just calm down i'm like all right and then so she yeah i mean you know that was that but like you know my dad is diabetic and my whole life you know watching him you know poke himself in the stomach or whatever for his insulin i just couldn't i don't think i could bring myself to do that it's a lot man and it's just it's crazy i just don't look if i look i might get a little uh little weird little lightheaded kind of thing overall that was not that bad all right. Hey, do you guys want to read? We have some reviews and we have some ads, some sponsors. We already ads. got reviews. Let's go. Let's go. What you got? Yeah, we got some reviews. So let's let's read some reviews here. Who wants to go Ooh. first? Yeah, this one is three stars. You know, Dave and John were just okay on the first episode, but uh, I wish they had given more details. Um, you know, it says it was kind of interesting hearing about their childhood together, but I really want to hear more about their current lives, especially John. <laughs> he wants to know what it what are my day, day routine and hobbies and some of my favorite things and you know allergies wait this is getting kind of creepy anthony um you know what apartment i live in yo anthony i don't think i'm gonna answer some of these for you but uh hey you know thanks for listening man we appreciate you buddy anthony thanks for listening man if you're gonna ask me also, i think i warrant at least five stars yeah really come on anthony <laughs> thanks anthony we appreciate you listening bro Ben, you mind reading this next one? Sure. One star. It says, please call Janine Tomato. Oh, Mom, come on, man. <laughs> one star. Mom, we got to teach Mom about how texting works. You know, she could just text this. I don't know why she's got to leave a one-star review. That's kind of messed up. Maybe maybe she's like every other mother that thought the, the one was good and five was bad. Yeah. Maybe, we'll, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, go, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Where they think LOL means lots of love. Yeah. Right. All right. We're number uh, one. We're number one. <laughs> uh, here we go. Here we go. We got a five-star review. Wait, says, wait, I was really? absolutely riveted from start to finish. I was skeptical at first, mostly due to the obscure title and cover art. Okay. But it didn't take long for my attention to get sucked right into the conversation. The unique psychology behind these two and their interesting perspectives on life will definitely keep me coming back for more. I highly recommend the show. This is awesome. And I couldn't have picked a better duo than Greg and J. Okay, that's not us. Um, <laughs> that's not our review. Okay, never mind. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, thanks, Jason. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, uh, Jason. Dave, Dave, we have to um, give a shout out to our sponsors. Yes. Our sponsor right now. So, um, guys, we're being sponsored this week by Jelly Belly and the Harry Potter Bean Boozled Jelly Beans. To honor them, uh, Dave's got the classics. I've got the fifth. Oh, boy. Fifth edition here, and they're all filthy. No matter what you choose, pretty much. So oh, what boy. we're gonna do is we're both gonna eat one at random to show yes. Jelly Belly how much we love them. But you know we got some, so we could be getting anything from spoiled milk to canned dog food to ooh chocolate pudding, ooh dead fish. Yeah, this Earth is not worm, go dirt, earwax, rotten egg, it, stinky socks. All of it's going to have a hint of sour cream for me, so I really appreciate this show tonight. This is great. Yeah, well, uh, I think I'd rather have sour cream than some of these. So, Little shake, little shake and grab. No look, no look. Oh, you just straight ate it? You didn't even look oh. to see what it was first? Oh, I saw the color. Oh, no. I think I got it. Oh, it's just gross. I know that much. I think rotten egg. Right. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> Dang, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So I got. You already eat it? Or you <laughs> just look at it? Come on, dude. You got to do this. You can do it. <laughs> it's either canned <laughs> dog food or chocolate pudding, man. 
Oh, oh, I swear to everybody. I don't even know if the chocolate pudding is going to be very good, man. Dog food, dog food. Oh, come on. That's so funny that we got a dog food one. He's praying, saying a prayer. He's blessing the dog food. It's not going to do anything good, man. Just eat it. Chocolate pudding? Oh, he's dying. Oh, so, John, tell me, is it better or worse than peas? <laughs> yeah. Is- yeah, which is worse, dude? Peas or dog food? <laughs> okay, we're going to edit that sound for sure. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Y'all had to hear that. Thank you, Jelly Belly, for ruining our lives. Yes. Great sponsor idea. All right. Oh. Well, John's recovering. <laughs> Well, I got a green one here. It's it's a uh, Skittles, so it's either green apple or lime. <laughs> ben, you uh, are the worst hope, again. Hope for the best here. <laughs> oh. oh, I think it's lime. Sorry, guys. <laughs> At least that's the worst one between the two. <laughs> Son of a gun. All right. Well, John's still recovering over there in a gross, gross way. Oh, he hasn't figured out the mute button when he's dying. No, that's right. Um, Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. Hey, thanks so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for more fun in part two.